Hello, welcome to the South Road, boys. I am. <laughs> Is that meant to be a Yoda? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, there you go. That's better. <laughs> speak, speak like Yoda Day, twenty first of May. It is. Oh wow. Lucy, <laughs> getting in early. I'll give you that. Just, I had, I, I had no way of working it in any other way. Of course, you could have done. <laughs> Really? You could have talked about the fact that Solo starts next week. I could have, and, but then, yeah, I suppose, actually, you're right. <laughs> Didn't really think that through, Brody, sorry. You're not very clever this week, are you, Mr. Mather? <laughs> clever, I'm not. Think forward, I didn't. <laughs> anyway, um, other than Yoda, we are the South Road Boys. Welcome. We, we are the South Road Boys. I am Joe. I am Troy. <laughs> and we are back. I'm so glad you got the day out of the way quickly. Mind you, though, knowing the way you play this game, Mm-hmm. There's probably a hidden sequel somewhere. No, I, you know what? I'll put it on Front Street. There is no sequel. Today nice. is, it, it, all it is, is, oh, who comes up with this shit, really? I mean, apparently today is Speak Like Yoda Day. So, I tell you what, the fact that there's only one, though, that there's only one day thing you're going to do, makes yes. me smile more than, <laughs> than a hooker. Who just got paid the same amount of money for a blowy than getting screwed. That's how happy or, that makes me. Or for the one who says, oh, no, I just want to talk. Actually, I reckon sometimes that'd be worse. That's really just in the <laughs> movies, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I've, I've, yeah. I think I, well, I've had a conversation with a lady of the night, and she has said that there is a probably 20%. Come in just for someone to be 100% girlfriend experience and attentive. And look, there might be a happy ending to it, but it's just more about the companionship. 20%. One in five. Uh, apparently. Maybe, maybe it's wow. not that high. It was a very brief conversation, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you reckon yeah. if, um, if you didn't have the sex and you just yeah. had the conversation? Yes. If you took Viagra beforehand, not realising what you're going to do, would it be a hard topic to talk about? <laughs> it's far more of a laughter than I expected from that. Because I, I had that new ABC series, hard hard quiz in my head. Okay, that got nerdy. You don't even know it, do you? No. Nope. Oh, there's an Australian comedian who does a show called Hard Quiz. And obviously because they use the word hard in it all the time. Is that the one where the questions are incredibly difficult though? Hard? Yes. Yes, I have seen bits of that before. <laughs> well, because it's people name their their, their topic. They That's name right. their, yep. their pet thing. So if you're walking on there saying, I am the authoritative source on all things Yoda, they're not going to be asking you the easy shit like what colours Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be so this person created yoda and then in 1978 what did he buy his mum for mother's day like for <laughs> weird shit like that yeah that's why it's called hard quiz hard quiz exactly mm. hard. anyway yeah. speak like yoda days today nice um and, uh, and as i mentioned before solo was out next week now solo is an interesting one because i was hating on this movie when they first said they were doing it because they've shown the be- actor sorry is this because you just couldn't imagine anyone else playing the role? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'll change that slightly. It's not that I couldn't imagine someone else playing it. Is that I see Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And if they have a younger person playing him, I know that's not a younger Harrison Ford, so it throws me out of whack a little bit. Okay. For instance, you could do a Darth Vader solo movie. Anyone could be in the suit. Doesn't matter. You're still going to know it's Darth Vader. Yeah, but you you still need that James L. Jones voice. Oh, uh, see, the voice can be synthesised though. If they really wanted to, I reckon they could come up with that digitally. Well, technically, Darth Vader's had two voices because 
Anakin didn't have the James Earl Jones. Well, no, <laughs> that's right. Once he took off the mask, that, that yes. was like a James Earl Jones shield. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, sometimes I wish I could wear that shield because I think his voice is like molasses. That's fantastic. It is just the best voice in the world. Yeah, I do agree. Him and Morgan mm. Freeman, they're the two that always stand out for me. Yeah, true. Yeah, but Morgan Freeman's been done to death now. Um, but anyway, Han Solo. So it threw <laughs> me out. To Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's done everything. Like everyone's all, you know, if if I die, I want Morgan Freeman to speak at my funeral. What would he say? And all. It's just like everyone's over Morgan Freeman. Just let him Andy go. Andy Dufresne <laughs> clawed through a mountain of shit. <laughs> Great movie. Which is okay if you if it's your funeral and your name's Andy Dufresne. But if not, <laughs> what are the odds of that? Slim, who, di- who, who died in a sewer accident. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon if you contacted Morgan Freeman and said, "Look, I know everyone asks you this, but I'm not making this up. I'm not writing this out. My friend Andy Dufresne died." <laughs> Trying to crawl through a sewer. Can you please just say Andy Dufresne died in his own shit? <laughs> like, uh, if only, if all... only he wasn't psycho and was looking for Ninja Turtles, it would never have happened. Well, exactly. Mind you, I think I've just proved to the South Road um, Army or the roadies that I do not do a very good Morgan Freeman voice. Well, this is something you don't do very well with voices. So, <laughs> so yeah. hands up. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it wasn't sold on it. wasn't really, like Rogue One was amazing. Oh, that um, was brilliant. I enjoy the new Star Wars movies because they've got the original actors and the new actors combined. I like mm-hmm. that. Yep. But to suddenly take it back with a new actor playing a different actor's role, I was just like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. But I must say the trailers now look superb. But don't you think, though, that... <sighs> But we have, yeah, I suppose, I mean, oh, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I, I really get what you're saying. But I, I don't think that Harrison, I mean, Harrison is, I, I think the the interest in the story of Han outweighs it having to be Harrison Ford. I think the person who does it, though, is going to have to be a very good uh, mimic because I think that that person is going to have to mimic the mannerisms the way of moving and the speech cadence of a Harrison Ford, I agree. so that yep. so that you believe that the next thing you're going to be looking at is is a, a new hope. Yeah, you know, I agree. Um, but I think it's a, a fun, great story. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, story. it looks yeah. fantastic, and I'm I'm actually pretty stoked. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, the problem, other problem I have with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Before it's released, by the way, before it's even right. hit cinemas, yes. Yeah. Should I be doing five Star Wars that shit me? No, no, no. Because this may be a little bit racist. Of course it is. It's you. Ah, uh, so uh, Lando, Fred, Lando, right? Lando, Lando Calrissian. Yes. yes, great character. Absolutely yes. wonderful character in the Star Wars mythology. A bit of a scoundrel, big, a bit of a ragamuffin. Yeah, but he comes he's... back and he's a good man, but oh, you never quite does. know. You know he's going to try and do something for him, though, when he possibly can, but you still love him. He's great. And, and you know what? Him and Harrison, best mates. Yeah, definitely. Like, and we find yeah. out, obviously, how they meet in this world, which is going to be very cool. So of the guy that's playing Lando, uh, I can't remember his actual name, but the funny thing is here... He's Asian? <laughs> Sorry, no. He's Asian. Uh, well, no. Well, there's there's two problems I've got with him. Yes, actually, it's not the first one's not a problem I've got with him. The first one, the first one is the thing that makes me seem a little bit racist. Okay. Um, why is are it? You, why is are it? You, are you, are you going to use the phrase "the blacks"? Again? No, I'm not. Okay, good. No. <laughs> so the issue I have that makes yes. me a little bit racist. Is that I think he looks a hell of a lot like uh, Lando Calrissian, which is like Billy. Was it Billy D? Someone, the original actor. Sure. I think he's a great younger version. I think he looks like him. I think he's he's spitting image. I think he's perfect. Yep. Why is it 
But I don't think a white man looks close enough to the white man of older. Yet I think a black man looks spot on. Does that somehow mean that I think people of darker skin look more similar? Um, I think that I'm sure I think, think it that... makes me seem a bit racist. But I well, don't, I don't think well, it is. But it kind of makes well, me sound that way. <laughs> it definitely sounds... It, it, it does definitely sound... It, it does. But, but I don't think you're... Well, I, see, there's the thing. All right. I'll come to your defence. I will get on. I will get on my trusty steed what? and ride into to your defence. One, um, our exposure to and let's say Caucasian of European descent uh-huh. is greater than our exposure to people of African or African American descent by far. Actually, the percentage is is far less in the opposite way, to the people who talk to hookers. <laughs> it's as not a one in five. To, it's no, probably a, a one in a 500. <laughs> so your exposure to the, the different varieties of the Caucasian, I just think there's more variety in, in physical oh, attributes. Even that sounds racist. But does it? Okay. <laughs> I so, don't know. Okay. When you look, when you're talking Caucasian, you've got brown hair, dark hair, black hair, red hair, blonde, and very different degrees of those. True. I would suggest to you that a vast majority of people of either African or African American descent have black hair. Like, it just comes with the, True. With the um, genes. Unless you're Dennis Rodman. I, that said, I don't think. Sir Dennis, <laughs> Sir Dennis, yeah. or, or Uncle Dennis, as I choose to call him, um, I don't think that's the hair he was born with. That colour. Oh, you reckon he might have coloured it? I think he's trying to spruce himself up for Kim Jong Un. You do little North. You don't Korean reckon jorts. like the um, the auburn reds and the jet blondes and all that are actually real? Possibly not, oh, Mate, I'm sorry, but it's like anyone from Southeast Asia. If you were to ask me what hair colour do most people from Southeast Asia have? Black. Black um, or brown with a golden hue sometimes. Because mm-hmm. the, the bloody ginger gene, it's a fucking pain in the ass, but it goes there. <laughs> it's through every culture and it is, it's just that subtle undertone. And so you just see this little tinge of the ginger in the fringe or minge. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, so what you're I, I, saying the, is that, that maybe um, I'm not quite at, as at fault with this one as I thought I was. I don't think you're racist. I just don't think you have the ability to pick the difference. Well, I so don't see. I like that. I just Yeah, I just don't think you can look at someone of African-American descent and be able to be that in tune or see that many people of, of that um, particular ethnicity to go, I can see that that's different, I can see that that's different, I can see that that's different. Now, obviously, with people of African-American descent, you've got the variety in colour. You've got everyone from, you know, you're very, very dark, very, very black, to um, Megan, who just got married. You know, her dad was <laughs> fucking... Her dad was... Uh, or mum, Her mum's African-American and dad is white, and you get coffee. <laughs> you, know, you get that mocha colour. Yep, fair call. Um, whereas... Yeah, and I don't know whether or not it's whether or not there's the features are more pronounced, or whether or not maybe in Caucasian it's just more noticeable. I don't know. I think probably for most people they go if you're talking about it, it's racy, but it's not really. <laughs> it's just like well, people look different. I know I do. <laughs> True. I've often always said like I've, it's been a thing for many years, and once again, it's probably very similar because you're not in the mix of it a lot. I've often mm. said that um, a lot of Asian cultures, like Japanese or Chinese, look very similar, and that's probably because once again we're not we're not around it enough to really notice the differences. Because I've always said as a bit of a joke, I wonder yes. if Asians see Caucasian people all looking very similar. No, they don't. They don't. But I do know quite a few Asian people who go, they all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Even they will say. They just all fucking look the same. Well, there you just, go. Once again, but, it's making me not sound racist. This is so good. Oh, yeah, I don't think you are. But I think there are certain regions. I think, like, if you look at someone whose parents, grandparents, great-great-grandparents, you know, you're looking four or five generations were all Japanese, 
there's a distinct look. There's a distinct feature. Um, and and that's the same. Whereas if you go to Scotland, you know, you're going to find ginger. Like that's just going to happen. Um, so I think there are different regions that have distinct features. But I think because we're now in an, in an environment in the world where people travel and there's more, you know, different cultures marrying other different cultures and whatever, you just get this mix. And like a, a TV star in America can marry a English prince. Absolutely, anything is possible. Anything's impossible. So yeah, the second you brought thing, it up. no, no, I'm, I'm yeah. still on. I'm still on. Still on Han Solo. Oh, Han. Yeah, yeah, go. I got, I got the second thing about the actor that pisses me off. The first one doesn't piss me off. It's more a case of, does it make me feel racist? Which now it doesn't. Thanks for that. But hang on. That annoys you about the actor that's playing Lando? Yes. Okay. Right. So the, the thing that actually annoys me about him actually does, with the you know little little commas up there, annoys me. Yeah, but, but the first is one it, didn't annoy you at all. It was just like, no, nah, oh. but it just got thrown in the same bucket. So that he looks the same. Well, yeah. that's the whole idea. Yeah, but but <laughs> like, it annoyed me that he made me think I was racist. Oh, <laughs> and and for that he's an asshole. Thank you. How dare you make my friend feel like he's a racist? Thank you. So he's uh, going to Donald he's Glover gonna, is his name, by the way. Is he Danny Glover's relation? No, I don't believe so. And I didn't say that just because he was black. It was the only other person <laughs> I know. Have you racist Glover? <laughs> So, Donald Glover yes. starred in a show called Community. That was, <clears> I believe, the main show that shot him up into the stratosphere a bit and made him popular. Mm-hmm. Right? This went for, what are we, about five years? Oh, wow. Yeah, it went for a while. Um, his character's name in the show. Guess what it was? Lando. Troy Barnes. <laughs> no shit. Dude Same took spelling. my motherfucking name, bitch. <laughs> Same spelling. Hang on. Hang on a second, though. Okay. Look, I had to say that this has pissed you off, but what you're choosing to suck is lemons. I'm getting a big, ooh, lemonade. Because do you know that Troy Barnes is on a podcast called The South Road Boys? <laughs> so you're going to try and use him to get popularity to us? Sure. Why not? Okay. Are you okay with that? No, no, I'm fine with that. I mean, see, (laughs) I I had a similar dilemma when I was, of course, playing the author card. Mm. Whenever people would Google my name, fucking young Lando would come up. (laughs) Fucking young Lando. So, I mean, there's there's been a little bit of a, uh, you know, a nemesis game going on between the two of us now for quite a few years. He's not aware of it. it? No, he's not aware of it. (laughs) But just because he doesn't know about it doesn't mean the shit's not real. Don't you laugh. This is serious, my friend. So, young Lando, coming for you, baby. Well, okay. So, this is how we're going to get him back. I think think what we do, and I think, Rhodey's, we're going to need your help. I'm hoping that we're not going to get into any legal trouble. Oh, it'd be we, fun, though. We, we, probably, we probably won't. But we've... I mean, bloody hard. I mean, that's that's due to drop in like three or four days yeah. to little or no fanfare. <laughs> like, so, so did you just say that the new Han Solo movie is yes. dropping to little or no fanfare? Well, okay. apart, from, apart from the trailer that I've seen online... Like, it's not like... You didn't see the teaser for the trailer for the movie? I did. <laughs> just wondering? Yeah, but I, I, I just... There's not this... It doesn't seem to be a big buzz around it. Like, people are excited, but no one's like, fucking... Anyway, could be me. But if we start finding out what... Ha- well, there'd be... Hashtag Han. Or Han the movie, yeah? Hashtag Solo, but that could come up as masturbation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's page 437 of the Kama Sutra. Hashtag solo. Yeah. The millennial version. Yeah. What are you doing Thursday night, Joe? Oh, solo. Yeah. What you want to do by yourself, brother? It's your own business. So I reckon we just find out you're, ne- you're older though, aren't you? What? You're older than, you, than Lando Troy. Uh, yes. 
Yeah, you, yes. you've got him by 10 years at least. I reckon. I'd have a dick, so you I'd are, a dick on him, yep. Yeah, so well, he can go get fucked then if he wants to own the name. So <laughs> we just find out what his Twitter handle is. And for now until we get a cease and desist order... We'll just constantly <laughs> Troy Barnes appearing live on the South Road Voice podcast. <laughs> and just just pump his Twitter handle with it, you know, do hashtag Troy Troy Barnes. Do you reckon we've possibly missed the boat a little bit by the fact that the show finished three years ago though? No, because people are going to be reignited into interest of him. True. He's just about to star in one of the biggest fucking franchises ever. True. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah, like I think it's worth trying to catch that wave. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, young Lando. <laughs> exactly. And and as our Kylie Minogue proved, you can't own the name. No, true. Did you hear about this? I did. Yeah. yeah, Kylie Jenner wanted to trademark Kylie. And fucking Minogue went, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think you should be able to just trademark a name. Oh, people do it though, mate. Like celebrities. I know. It actually happened just recently, um, only a few days ago, I saw about there's an author somewhere in America that tried to trademark a word because mm-hmm. it was in the title of her book, but it was a word that's been around forever. And now there's a big petition by a lot of people saying, no, this has got out of hand. This cannot go yeah. through. Oh, absolutely. Like, but the thing is, there are very few people, there are, there are maybe a dozen performers in the world that are known by one name you know you've got prince you've got madonna britney sting the list does go on but kylie is one of those sure how could you even think that and kylie's not like it's an unpopular name (laughs) it's not new fucking in the 80s in tassie i'm telling you everyone was a kylie Uh, yeah, no, it's crap. I completely agree. It's ridiculous. Should not be allowed. No. Well, but I'm hoping, though, for your sake, that um, that young Troy does put in a performance um, that is newsworthy and that um, we'll get some traction off it. Yeah, we'll see what we <laughs> or, can do. Or at the very least, a cease and desist. And you know what? For me, that's just as good. I tell you what, that'd be great publicity. Imagine that. Oh, where you get banned from using your own name. Just that would be actually look. I'd take that. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> it wouldn't That's, matter. Imagine the worldwide publicity for fifteen seconds. <sighs> Bring it Tasmanian, on, Tasmanian podcaster gets a cease and desist from the juggernaut of Disney. Yeah. Bring it on, young Lando. <laughs> you against the mouse. Because <laughs> I don't think the other Troy, young Troys, will call him. I don't think young Troy. He he wouldn't care. He wouldn't give a shit. I was He's character. He's just an actor. This is the name he was born with. He's like, this is what my parents decided to call me. Mr. and Mrs. Barnes, you know, American Merle and Ivan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuck on American Merle and Ivan. I'm trying to imagine my mum and dad as Americans. African American. (laughs) Oh, Troy. It'd be what Merle in a Ivano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, random. So, uh, yeah, why not? I, yeah. Oh, I've just realised my mistake. Troy's not his name. Troy's his character's name. Yes, that's show. right. Yeah. Look, we'll grab the ball yeah. and we'll bounce it as far as we can. Fair enough. Yep. Let's just go with that. Pa- page four hundred and thirty-eight of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> Oh, that'd be painful. Yeah, oh. would. Uh, now, um, I am looking forward to Hanzo. I think that'd be great. I think it will too, actually. it's um, I wasn't six months ago, but now I'm a bit mm. stoked. I reckon it's going to be the shizzle. And I did hear the internet whisperings, so you know you could put as much weight into that as you want, that um, one of the proposed three-part story that Disney is considering is... Um, Along the lines of a Yoda story. Yoda Origins. See, once again, it doesn't get me excited, but I need to stop having the negative thoughts because every time they bring a movie out, I enjoy it. But the thing is, Yoda will be played by the same Yoda. Like, it'll just be... Yeah, so you can get away with it. Yeah. What I want, I want an R-rated Vader. 
That's what I want. I want oh, I want Vader yeah. to cut sick. Like at the end of Rogue One, when we saw oh, the Vader seriously. that we always thought Vader Fuck. was when we were kids. How awesome was that? Could, I just lost my mind when that yeah, went on. Could you imagine a violent Vader film? Yeah, like a real... Just a real dark, just full-on motherfucking movie. Get Tarantino to direct it. Oh, just, it'd be sick. <laughs> and you could get Samuel L. Jackson to do the voice <laughs> via a, via a um, James Earl Jones sort of translator thing. Because <laughs> I don't think there's anyone on the planet that can swear just as perfectly as he can. <laughs> I did love it how we nearly got a motherfucker out of him at the end of the most recent Avengers movie. Oh, Infinity War, yeah. yeah. That was so good. It was there. It was... And then... Ah. Yeah, no, it was good. I liked it. Uh, spoilers for everyone there. Well, um, well not now, really. He just nah, said half long enough. <laughs> yeah, it's been out long enough. Good stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, you you brought it up. Slightly. The Wedding. Yeah, The Wedding. Did you I, watch it? No, of course I didn't watch it. Actually, oh, I went, went to a stand-up comedy night. <laughs> How was that? Actually, it was really kick-ass. Yeah? There was just some Did- uh, local Tassie comedians and a, and a couple of mainlanders come over. Oh, well, mainlanders. Just a, just a little $10 entry fee in a, in a little hall up near the sports centre. And we went in not knowing what it was going to be like. But my thinking on this kind of thing is if you do not support little events like this, you do not get any more events down the track. So don't complain when you don't get anything if you don't support it when it comes there to begin with. Absolutely. I fully and wholeheartedly yep. agree. And it was fucking brilliant. I laughed and laughed and laughed. It was so good, man. Got your money's worth? Well, it was a bit of a problem because I had stand-up comedy night that we'd been planning for probably about a month. I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Wanted to support yes. it. Yes. Um, same the night wedding. as Collingwood St. Kilda playing. Yeah. yeah. And the wedding's on too. So straight away I thought, well, I don't give a fuck about the wedding. The football oh, was a bit of a concern, on. but the football, as you would have known, I read the roadies would know because of my post on Facebook, I was a yes. little bit dirty because the wedding went on to HD and the footy got kicked on the standard <laughs> definition, which is just shit. Um, so, <laughs> first, hashtag, first world problem. Ah, seriously. <laughs> it's just Remember not when we used it. to not get games live and we have to listen to another wireless? <laughs> well, That's right, roadies. I said wireless. Wireless. <laughs> That's how old I am. So, in the end, it became stand-up comedy. And it was good. Yeah. But, oh, and you check- the out, the out oh, cries of crap on social media, Facebook, etc., about how people weren't happy with things in a wedding that wasn't theirs. <laughs> like, what the hell, people? <laughs> now, do you can you see why people are appealed, uh, find it appealing to watch... The the wedding of a lesser royal. Of a lesser royal? Well, he's never going to be king. No, not, not unless there's some really bad tragedy or a Martin Bryant clone decides he's taken on the royals. But even then, he's not going to get through because he's got to kill William and all William's kids. Oh, sorry, Charles has got to go first Charles and then go, William yep. and then all his kids yeah. and then Harry steps up. Yeah. Look, it could be done. <laughs> not that we're planning it. No, not saying <laughs> like that anyone should, be, should throw in a Martin Bright mask and decide to go <laughs> no. royal on their asses. Yeah. But I guess saying it could be done. It could. But do you find? Do you understand the appeal? Why would people want to watch that wedding? Look, I don't understand the appeal of why people want to watch any of the royal weddings. I really thought mm. uh, that the royal weddings and all the rest were a little bit of a an old hat thing now i thought they were a bit yesteryear um yep but i was wrong people were loving the shit out of it and look good on them if that's what they enjoy that's great but i just don't get the fanfare do you think it's because it just gives people uh it's it's no different to a movie it's no different to it's an escape it's uh and i'm not saying i mean this is this is stereotypical but you know every is it racist every no i wouldn't say racist sexist (laughs) Right. Definitely oh, sexist. Cool. Okay. A vast... Ah, Ready, ratties. I'll, Joe's about to I'll get correct sexist. myself here. No, no, no. Be sexist. I'm looking forward to this now. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll say it as I originally Not sexy, thought it. Sexist. Sexist. Yeah. I'll say it as I originally thought it, and I won't I won't check myself. Every girl wants to be a princess. You know? 
And what I meant to say was a lot of women have, even since they were little girls, wanted to be the princess. And I saw even there were so many tweets today from from various people, from celebrities to non-liberties, going, fuck, there's my chance. (laughs) Yeah, I did see a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they wouldn't look at a ginge at any other time, but because he's a prince, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind dunking my ginger nuts in that. <laughs> but all the, all the social media stuff, a lot of people have said that the most enjoyable part about the whole process is all, left. was all the social media stuff afterwards of people hassling it and doing memes and all the rest, such as the things they picked out right. Here's a perfect example. Yep. On the, would have been the Saturday afternoon, so it was Saturday night, wasn't it, the wedding? Uh, for us, I think it was Saturday night, yeah. Yeah, so it was on the Saturday afternoon, um, I just happened to turn the telly on for whatever reason, uh, and there was a, a television movie on about how the two of them met. Yes. So you've got two actors playing, one's playing Harry, one's playing, is it Megan or... Ma- is it Megan? Megan? Um, uh, she's American, so I'd say Megan. Yeah, anyway. Muggin. We'll call her Muggin. Muggin. We'll call- Muggins. <laughs> Muggs. Muggins. Yeah, Henry and... Muggs. So Henry and Muggins... <laughs> Henry Mu- Henry Muggins. Yeah, it's how Henry, Sounds how like Henry he, met Muggins. <laughs> Sounds like he's something from, you know, Dr. Doodle, Henry Muggins. So, the woman who plays Muggins in the movie yes, is wearing a dress at some stage in this film when they meet. I believe it was when they met or when they're together Henry. on a date, whatever else. She right? was clothed. Yes. So, it was. I think that was a Lifetime movie, whatever channel that is okay. over there. Yeah. So... Someone's taken a photo of one of the guests coming to the wedding, put it up as a meme because she was wearing the same dress that the actress oh, wore in the movie brilliant. as a princess. Oh, <laughs> that's she wore genius. it to the wedding. Oh, that's but genius. The fact that people pick this stuff out is phenomenal. Well, no, apparently uh, one of the other, I, I don't know whether or not it was Kate or one of the others got blasted because she wore the outfit that she wore to this wedding she'd worn it three other times previously. Oh, how dare she? Now, people <laughs> slam the royal family for being wasteful of money, yet when you have someone who's wearing a very expensive outfit and they go, you know what? This is perfect for a wedding. I can wear that twice. Now, I can tell you for darn Tootin, my wife and I went through a period in our 20s where, and that's probably the period that you get where you attend a lot more weddings than normal because that's when other people are getting married. Yeah. We had our, we had our wedding outfits. <laughs> yeah, that's we right. Had, you wore the same thing. I had, <laughs> I, we wore the same thing. So I wore the same shirt, same suit, and Amy would wear uh, one of two dresses. Yep. And that's what we wore to the 10 occasions that we, you know, we weren't. And that was, we called them their wedding outfits. Not that we got married in them, but that's what we reserved them for. Makes sense. And so when, when you have someone in the royal family who goes, yeah, this is a good rig. I'm going to reuse it. <laughs> People go, fuck no. Get something new. Uh, the other one that I saw, which cracked me up, was uh, one of mm-hmm. Henry's ex-girlfriends. Must oh. have been there. And they had this photo of her with the dirtiest look on her face. And I can guarantee... I re- I can reckon I can ninety nine percent guarantee that there was someone with a camera on her the entire time, waiting Absolutely. for that one moment when she just had a frown, Farted. and then made it, <laughs> and then made it look as though she was disgusted in the whole process. Oh, absolutely! And everyone she was has set that, up. and everyone has that moment. I mean, even someone with cerebral palsy. Yep. If you do things in slow mo and get the right moment, looks completely normal. Yeah, well, they are. (laughs) You know what I mean. As in, in, if you took a photo, you wouldn't realise they had cerebral palsy. Yes, Yes. absolutely. And and I reckon she could have been post-yawn for all we know. Exactly. So they've just got her in that one spot that makes her look as though she's a spiteful bitch. And look, she might be. But I don't reckon she was at the wedding frowning like a silly bitch the whole time. I think it was a bit cruel. And maybe she was like, for fuck, thank goodness I dodged this bullet. Because that ginger bastard is a fuckhead. He, like, well, he, he is an absolute. Be. He might look great could... in a suit, in the he uniform, could... but. Did... But the thing is, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people do say that he is he's quite, he's quite lovely. And, you know, he's that, the yeah. royal he's the royal that gets caught in a Las Vegas hotel with strippers. Like, I just think that's genius. He does <laughs> tend to be the normal one out of the whole bunch. 
Well, he's like, you know what? I'm never going to be king. Like, that's I'm never going to wear that crown. Yep. Like, the likelihood of that happening. And what are they going to do? Fucking kick me out of the family? No. And more the point, why would you want to be king? Wouldn't you prefer to just be uh, off to the side doing your thing? I, I personally, look, I understand they, they are born into this. I don't think I'd actually want that life. No. I, don't, I agree. I think... I wouldn't. Oh, you know, I'd take Harry's because Harry's gone. You know what? Oh, Henry. I know uh, Henry. <laughs> Henry. Henri. Henri. Henri, because he's French. Vive la France. <laughs> but you know, he he's just going. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever. What's the worth it's going to do? Nan's going to tell me off. Look, I know her face is on the on the money, and I know, and that was one of the funny memes. Yeah, I did see know, that. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like on his bucks night when he was stuffing his Nan's face down the front of a stripper's? <laughs> Bruh, See, that's you know, funny as well. I like those. That is funny. But, I mean, like, everything is dictated to them of what to do, how to behave, and all that kind of stuff. And and I don't know, and this is obviously a bigger conversation than you and I should probably even be entering into, but I don't know whether or not they well, mate, are We relevant. didn't even watch the wedding. <laughs> no, we did not. The so last Here we are commentating on the whole episode. <laughs> exactly. Mind you, I did watch... I have I have watched a royal wedding. I watched the Charles Diana wedding, and I remember that moment so vividly because I watched that with my nan. I watched that, um, and she oh she's passed now for a fair few years ago now. She's probably been five years. So and I so she still won the race between her and Diana. <laughs> exactly, go Nana, go yeah. Edna, Edna, Eddie, Eddie wins. <laughs> But I remember, and we watched it in her place, and she had one of those, she had one of the very first or very early VCRs that the remote was actually a cable that physically Ooh, connected to the VCR. Nice. And and I remember we, she must have woken up early and recorded it or recorded it the night before. That's Well, if you're looking at UK time, she probably recorded it at 8 o'clock at night and we watched it the next day because yep. I would have been such so young. And I remember we watched it and we watched it in reverse and we watched them walk backwards really, really quickly. <laughs> and it was just one of those things. And and it's not often that I I, uh, I do often, I miss my, my grandmother. She was absolutely lovely, was Edna. Um, but it's moments like that when I see the Royal Wing, I go, oh, I remember when I watched Charles and Diana's wedding. I don't really care about Charles and Diana. Um, or, or let alone their wedding, but uh, yeah, that's that's my. You were there on. for that moment. So the other couple I of things was. that I took away from the wedding from someone who yes. didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> what, a lot, <laughs> what, we so should have been the Aussie commentators. Oh, I'll be so good to be like that's the two things we should do: Eurovision and royal weddings. <laughs> so good. So the other two things. Um, yes. Apparently, the wedding or oh, the wedding the wedding dress was a little plain. Mm. Yeah, I heard this. Apparently, yes. the, the sleeves weren't quite fitted well enough. There was a little bit of yes. hang in the sleeves. Oh, it sounds terrible, doesn't it? Do you know what I think the genius thing about that dress is, though? It was on Australian TV at 9pm at night. Ten hours later, two women who worked for Spotlight had done a reproduction, got a model that looked <laughs> like Muggins, and had posted it on social media. Really? That's impressive. Yep, they had... They used $700 worth of spotlight material and they had recreated it. Wow, done their own Muggins makeover. That's impressive. Muggins makeover. Oh, that's a TV show. <laughs> Muggins makeover. Hashtag Muggins makeover. Muggins makeover. It sounds like something though from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, it does. I they were muggles, weren't they? Yeah, yeah I haven't yeah, seen Muggins, Harry Potter Muggins. either, but I could tell you what, I could talk about it for ages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very knowledgeable on things that I don't know anything about. Well, that's the good thing because we don't have to fact check. Exactly. But I did see that. I did see that these two Aussie girls basically looked at the wedding, looked at the dress and went, fuck it, we can make that's that. That's clever. And, but they'd, they'd been planning it for weeks and they'd read, oh, it might be this style, it might be that style, but they didn't really know. So they had probably, I think the article that I read, they had close to seven or eight base Oh, so they'd done, a, they'd done a pre-season. <laughs> they'd done a pre-season. Yep. They'd warmed up. So they'd done seven or eight pre base dresses to which they could convert into the one they came up with. And they got an actor that looked like Muggins and wow. or an actress that looked like Muggins and they took photos and banged it up. And basically... That is impressive. Su- Sunday morning spotlight, it was like, we can make the bloody Muggins, Muggins dress. Muggins dress. Wow. Mm. There you go. And there's the other thing too. You say everyone wants to be a princess, as in 
Well, we, say, we can say everyone now because Malfemo doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I did. But really, the fairy tale <laughs> wedding. Yes. Yes, it's one of those things that a lot of girls have dreamed about for decades now, for centuries, I guess. Um, but Cinderella. It wouldn't really be a fun day. Oh fuck no! I mean, weddings like enough. Would... I mean, they just—they're not. They're not what you call a fun day. They're very. You know, you don't want to stuff it up. You you want to make sure that you you do everything <laughs> correctly. You know, all the rest of it. Yes. When you've got millions, tens of millions of people watching, and you've got all yes. these people there, and you've got this huge, big friggin' dress, and you've got the Queen, all the royalty, everything. You've got Elton yes. John there, for God's sake. Sir Elton John, Sir you're Elton. in the fucking Commonwealth, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, that that's not a fun day. That's a tough, oh, pressure-filled day. Especially when you're marrying into the royal family because there are so many rules and regulations of what you can say and what you can't say. And, like, she's had to, because of where she is, um, you know, she's giving up. Twitter and Facebook and all that, she has to go via the royal account. Do you watch the Gruen... Side note, do you watch the Gruen transfer? No. Okay, so there's a show on the ABC called Gruen, and they did an episode on... um, They do a challenge. They get two ad agencies on trying to sell the unsellable. Yep. And what they tried to get the ad agencies to sell is for people to not watch the royal wedding. (laughs) And I... and one of them had basically four women sitting around going, oh, Muggins is getting married. Oh, we should invite her out. Yeah, she's not allowed. Not without an escort. What do you mean she's not allowed out without an escort? Yeah, she's not allowed. Oh, we'll just send her a message on Facebook. No, she's not allowed Facebook. What do you mean she's not allowed Facebook? And it went through all the things that Muggins yep, is not, not allowed to do. <laughs> not selling it. And and it's and in this you know area of 2018 and, and, and all those sort of things and, and Me Too or whatever, they basically said, well, why would we want to condone that behaviour to women, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it was a fucking really good ad campaign. I must say, so, um, you know, for a ginger, yeah. Henry's done all right, though. Muggins is, he, she's a very attractive young girl. He's done well for yeah. himself. No, he's done, for a ginger. He's, he's, he's for a ginger. Okay. <laughs> he's punching above his weight. But, I mean, she would, I mean, that. I reckon Muggins has got there and I reckon she's gone, you know what, I love the man. I hope she loves the man. I hope she's, you know, genuinely in because she loves him and not because she wants the princess. She's just had to go, you know what, I'm going to suck it up for however long we're dating to after we get married. I know that people are just going to tell me what to do, when to do it, and all that kind of stuff. And there was a lot of story about her family and her dad could and couldn't make it. I yeah. don't know what the actual, whatever. So there would have been so much pressure. I mean, it's hard enough when you've got um, two families joining and who's paying for the bloody thing and and who's coming, who's invited and who's not and let's have 15,000 people on the front lawn. You know, <laughs> everyone's struggle. Um, so you've got all of that and it's net worldwide televised and, you know, multi-million people watching. I reckon she's going, you know what, I'm just going to do as I'm told. I'll get through it. I'll have a dress that looks spectacular at the end of the day. I'm going home with a ranger and I don't ever have to do that again. <laughs> I'm just... Fuck, I'm done. Yep. That's no, fair. And, and the best and thing is, too, yep. they got the Reverend. <clears throat> yeah. And once like again, he, uh... I, I'm only going off social media. <laughs> All my commentary yeah. right now is from social yes. media. I seen a snippet of his work <laughs> and look, the dude looked ha- like a blast. I haven't even seen a snippet. Looked like a blast. So uh, Michael oh. Bruce Curry is his name. Um, yes. Dude enjoyed his time. <laughs> From what I've read, though, he did bang on a bit. Yeah, they reckon it did you know go for a bit long. But you know what? He's not going to probably get to do it again. So take that moment and shine, brother. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, it, 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 I don't... I, I would imagine if you were going to hold up the Windsor family or the royal family, they would be the whitest family in history. <laughs> even though, Yeah. Even, even, though, even though Phillip's, you know, he's a Greek boy... Um, I think there's just so much of that lineage there. I I don't think having someone from the Americas was was something that anyone <laughs> foresaw coming. Like the colon, not even a colony. Like it would have been okay if it had been from Australia or Canada or New Zealand, at least somewhere from the colonies. <laughs> but no, fucking America. Apparently, Fuck yeah. I heard he even threw in a Martin Luther King quote. <laughs> yes. And 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 he was, you know, 
20 feet away from the grave of Henry VIII or uh, something like that. Just brilliant. Love it. Uh, uh, so love I, it. I did find that there. But one of the things, because I don't want to bag, well, I don't mind talking about the royal wedding that we didn't watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one of the things that I did read that I thought was really, really awesome is um, a, a couple of coins. I think it was Vic. I think Vic in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. She started a tradition, or the Queen Mum started the tradition, of what to do with the bridal bouquet. Now, this is actually quite lovely because um, Harry picked it. Now, obviously, I he did picked read it with, about that, yes. We, he picked it with, you know, the Royal Gardener or whatever. And, a, and an entourage. <laughs> and an entourage of 30,000 people. Um, but what happened was then, it was after they did it, her bouquet was put on the grave of the unnamed soldier, which is the one of the most visited graves in the world. And it's Britain's homage, I suppose, to all those soldiers past who have been killed in battle for queen and country or king and country um, who either never made it back home or are currently lying in an unmarked grave. And that's what this represents. I hadn't heard that before. And that's cool. Yeah, and so as a bit of a homage to that and as a bit of a, you know, tip your hat to it, that's where her bouquet went. It went on the grave of the unnamed soldier, I think is what it's called. Um, yeah, and that's that's where it goes. Because, I mean, realistically, she could sell that shit on eBay and make a couple of bob. <laughs> yeah, she's probably not allowed on eBay now, though. So, okay. Well, she's Time's not, but I, te- but I reckon there's help that will do that for yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> if she goes under the name of Muggins. <laughs> Mug- yeah, M- Muggins 69. <laughs> i tell you what, here's an interesting one, though, and I did think about this the day after, so yesterday. Yes. Imagine... <laughs> the pressure on security for that event in a world full of terrorism and people trying to stand up and and make their their sound heard as loud as possible. Durka, durka. Imagine how much security there would have been for that entire wedding. Well, considering they had the great unwashed who got an invite could go and have a picnic on the lawn. Now, this wasn't a catered picnic. It was BYO, everything you wanted to bring. But I think there was close to 1,500 people mm. that could be on the, the royal lawns. Now, I think they were told to be there something like six or eight hours early <laughs> just so they could go through security. Yep. Because it would have been the equivalent of going through the airport. Yeah, make sure you bring an esky, kids, to those kind of events because otherwise by yeah. the time you get to lunch, your meat's off. Exactly. So. And I... I, I haven't seen any photos of the great unwashed in the lawns. I don't think there's going to be too many hijibs there. <laughs> you don't reckon? <laughs> no. I personally think that every single person who went there was thoroughly screened by MI5 <laughs> or MI6. And if anyone was there in a burqa or a hijib, they were probably a plant. Yeah. Don't reckon there would have been a lot of drones around that time? Like No. Uh, Liz, Liz Bandit. Yep, drone free. Drone free. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, now, one more one more thing that I love. Are we still on the wedding? Yeah, I'm it. so glad that we're we're really talking we're, we're about this because <laughs> we haven't watched we it. Watched yeah, it. We're, we've probably used up pretty much all this podcast on talking about a wedding. Neither of us have watched. Nice. And what we, but what we haven't talked about um, that also happened. In in sunny England, that we missed. Now it happened a couple of weeks ago. Is this the deal of the wedding? No, we're off. Oh, the we're wedding. off the wedding. Right, Cause... the wedding's done. So see you later, wedding. Or have you got more for the wedding? No, though? I didn't really have that much for the wedding to begin with. It just seemed to carry on. Yeah. Hmm. Now, obviously, the wedding was held in the UK. What we missed just at the end of last month was yeah. the very first. <gasps> World's first Britain's Flat Earth Convention in Birmingham. Britain's? <laughs> Britain's first Flat Earth Convention oh, really? in Birmingham. How do you reckon the Birmingham Flat Earth Convention Bur- went? Birmingham. <laughs> well, I don't know how it went, but I do know it was in a um, a three-star hotel foyer. Okay, <laughs> Nice. But one of the things that I, w- I was reading some of the uh, the conference notes because 
Why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's just flat Earth is the uh, gift that just keeps on. Roadies, um, when it comes to flat Earthers, we are across it. We're <laughs> we're on the front line. We're in the trenches. We're there for you, making sure that yep. you're up to date in how the world Absolutely. is changing. Because yes. this is a revolution that will not be stopped. Well, and we're there for uh, you. Re- we, we're fighting the revol- good fight. Revolution. The, yeah. the revolution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Now, yeah. one of the things that I, one of the theories that I don't think either you or I have even thought about, we spoke previously about the east-west travel. Yes. And yeah, one of the theories being is that the, you know, the compass points north, so you would just go in a slow arc around. Other which was clever. Have been, which was clever. Yeah. Other people went, well, fucking, I'll just, we'll, we'll take that one step further. What happens if you hit the ice wall? There are a faction, oh, I think it's probably the best word to describe it, faction of the Flat Earth Society. I don't think having fact in any word at the moment is probably relevant, but. <laughs> true. Have you heard about the Pac Man theory when it comes to the Flat Earth Society? No, but I, I'm going to assume, because I did play a bit of the Man of Pack in my day, yes. that when you go out the wall on one side, you just appear on the wall on the other side. So are they Bang. are they saying that the Earth is like the Pac-Man screen? Correct. There are people who believe that there are pillars in the shape of diamonds or whatever, and it's the Pac-Man effect. You leave one side and you're onto the other. When did it become this science fiction movie? No. So no. But you know, prove, you know, you prove, go. Th- prove that's not true. But you know, you go through this. Like I would understand if they said that. Look, somehow we don't realise that we go to the other side. Like you're just cruising along, and suddenly you're there, and you have no mm. comprehension of the fact that you've actually shifted from one side of the plate to the other. Hmm. But to suddenly go through some kind of diamond doorway, I mean, fuck off. <laughs> Look, it's just a theory. So, um, it. I, I just don't know whether the Flat Earthers in Birmingham really know their shit. Well, there was a guy uh, in Nebit, what was his, Darren Nebit. Um, I don't know, I don't have his credentials here. Darren Nebit. Nesbit. N-E-S-B-I-T, Darren Nesbit. No one has ever come to or crossed the physical boundary, he says. Nesbitt himself believes that he could explain why no sailor would ever fall into the abyss. He calls it the Pac-Man effect. In his theory, the celestial bodies <laughs> are able to teleport from one side of the planet to the other when they reach the horizon. Just as the character in the video game Pac-Man, on the right-hand side of the screen, they go in the exit. One logical... One logical possibility logical. Okay. for those, yes, for those who are truly free thinkers, not just free thinkers, truly free thinkers, is that space time wraps around, and we get the Pac Man effect. Look, I, I I really love that theory. I actually do. I think mm. that's actually very cool. Um, mm, doesn't change mm. the fact that it's fucking ridiculous, but the premise mm. is really cool. Well, apparently Nesbitt's own view is that it is supported by... Oh, hang on. The shape of the Earth is another topic fiercely debated. And those who propose that it would be circled by ice walls, others believe that the planet is has a domed roof. Some suggest it is made up of series of interlinked rings. Nesbitt's own view is that it is supported by pillars and shaped like a diamond with the north and south poles in opposite corners. Shane right like a diamond. Shane right like a diamond. Like diamonds in the sky. Oh. Um, so there you go. Darren, and you know what? Darren, Darren. Dazza. Dazza. That Imagine is, um... going to a convention <laughs> of intellectuals, right? To yes. try and prove your theory of flat earth. Mm. And you start discussing Pac-Man. <laughs> the Pac-Man principle. Oh... Darren. No, science, all science uses um, <laughs> pop culture references to be able to explain things to the lay person. Like that's, I understand, I, I don't think they're calling, but apparently what they do is if you are a firm believer of like normally people where the roof, uh, the, the earth is round, they invoke what's known as the Phoebe principle. 
Um, Is this a friend's scenario? It's a friend's, and it references when Ross and Phoebe are debating evolution. And Ross being, an, uh, I think he was a, he was a scientist of some description, um, archaeologist or, oh, the roadies will correct me. Anyway, and so they're having this conversation and he's saying X, Y, Z. And Phoebe goes, but don't you admit that there's a possibility that X is not true? And she keeps on about him, on about him. Don't you believe that X is possibly not true? Because you can't prove it. You just believe it in his theory. And as soon as he says, well, yes, it's possible, she goes, see, fucking, I told you. <laughs> and the rest of your argument falls away. And apparently that's what happens when you have a conversation with a flat earther. Because you and I believe the earth is around because of information that we've been given by others. True. But what, ha- but what happens, Troy, if you've been lied to? I know this is it, and I agree. This is a big argument. <laughs> this is why so many people get sucked into life. it. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's um, something we missed in Birmingham. True, but I do believe it will be a hotly debated topic in uh, in Canada later on in the year. True. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If any of the roadies out there got their uh, early bird tickets for that convention, ah, oh, effect effect twenty eighteen. Lucky, lucky suckers. <laughs> you are. On a winner. On a winner. All you know, right. it's really well, funny, actually. Um, it's the the night's disappearing quickly, but when we get to the end yes. of the podcast, would you yes. believe, as a nice coincidence, the Thoughtful Troy segment is to do with flat earthers? <laughs> oh, well, then I think... Perfect. I, I, I think we just have to... Um, I'll play the music. Oh, and, we're going straight into it. And you, okay. Well, why not? Well, what else, what else have you got? Uh, yeah, no, not a lot. Look, I've got some other things there, um, but look, they don't need to be talked about now. That said, though, I, I was talking about flat earthers. Um, I saw an article where a astronaut on the um, the the International Space Station was going to go and do a job, and was had to call through to NASA, going, "I'm using my GoPro, and it says no card. How do we get that to work?" <laughs> NASA had forgotten to put the SD memory card in the GoPro that they sent to the astronaut. Now, this is a person who's trained for, I would say, decades to become a scientist worthy of going on to the International Space Station. This person is probably dealing with bleeding edge technology, yet needed to ask, what does it mean when my GoPro (laughs) says no card? And NASA's response is, um, it needs an SD card. We'll just check for you. Uh, and and they, I think they binged it or Googled it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need an SD card. I think Daryl forgot to put yeah. it in. And you know so, what's happened there? Yep. From a flat earther point of view? Conspiracy. Because oh. they had the proof there to actually to show it was flat or round and just coincidentally mm. for got the memory card. Yeah, like... Multi-billion dollar space yep. agency. What are the and odds? Someone forgot to buy. I mean, they charged it. Yeah, just didn't put just didn't put an SD Someone's card in head there. rolled out of that. They really did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the flat earthers once again go, see, no yep, proof. Exactly. You're, you're hiding the truth. Hiding the truth. <sighs> um, speaking of the truth, but speaking of the truth, I think the the light, the truth, and the way that he's thoughtful, Troy. Let's bring it. Take it away. Let's bring it on. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> this week, it's for the Flat Earthers. Oh. Because, Flat Earthers, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. <laughs> Think about it. Thank you. And bless. <laughs> We should never forget our flat earth roadies because they're important to us. I got nothing else. I'm Joe. I'm Troy. (laughs) 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 
We, oh, we are the South Road Boys. <laughs> we certainly are. You right there, mate? Let's point out, it looks as though you've been taking up the ass right now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so genius. <laughs>